It's a heartwarming tale of an unwanted daughter, questionable finances, and official protection that only the Biden family could tell because of a gag order. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And uh, gentlemen, I don't know if you heard about this, but first son Hunter Biden, his ex-girlfriend or ex-fling baby mama, uh, was given an official gag order on Monday uh, not to reveal, I got to use a lot of notes on this story, there are a lot, tons of details, uh, not to reveal anything she learned about his finances during the child support battle she was forced to wage against her daughter's deadbeat dad, a.k.a. Hunter Biden. Um, according to, uh, to Radar Online, who got a hold of his uh, court records, the Arkansas judge issued the order against London Roberts, that's the, the woman's name, at Biden's request. Uh, Circuit Judge Holly Meyer ruled that the information revealed in her court quote, about or related to child support, including affidavits of financial means, is confidential information and shall be sealed. Uh, now, Hunter Biden, we know, was at one point getting paid up to $50,000 a month by uh, Burisma, the Ukrainian energy giant, because he's an expert in this field or something. Mm. Oh, no, because his last yeah. name is Biden. And he got all the money from China for his uh, for his investment firm because he's uh, made so many profitable invest. Nope. Again, because his last name is Biden and he flew there on Air Force Two with his dad. Um, anyway, we can't know about this stuff uh, because the judge, again, according to Radar Online, even ordered London's lawyers to keep Hunter's files in a secure environment and not share with any person who is not an attorney. Um, according to New York Post, Meyer wrote that there is good cause for the protection of private information of the parties in this case, despite, of course, Biden's questionable connections. Now, uh, Scott, the, the details are, are all a bit sorted, but as a, uh, a public figure who had claimed he couldn't afford child support for, uh, for the daughter whose paternity he denied until the DNA test came through. This seems a little questionable to you on the judge's part. Yeah, I, I wonder what those good reasons are. Um, and, and perhaps I should start off by saying, I would really rather have a justice system where we didn't trickle out the information related to, the, to any case before the jury gets to hear it, before it's established, before the guilt or innocence are established. Like, to me, nice. I, I, I don't, I don't want a jury by public PR, you know, and there's a tendency for bits and pieces of information from trials to leak out. And then it just makes the public absolutely sure that they know what happened. Meanwhile, the jury is sitting in there still scratching their heads, trying to figure out what happened, and they're getting to see all of it in front of them. We just get little piecemeal stuff. However, that said, if, if anybody else's trial would be public, then so should Hunter Biden's. If that information would be, if I was in the, involved in a situation like this, if everybody would have access to that, then, well, then so should he. I just don't think anybody should have access to any of that because I think you can't have a fair trial, especially when you get somebody who's a public figure because, you know, if it were me, nobody would care. But because it's somebody who's related to the president of the United States, then then everybody has a great deal of interest in it. I, I would say the same thing when it comes to President Trump's uh, legal situations right now. You know, that that information that keeps dripping out to us and being released to us or leaked yeah. to us by various people, that sh we shouldn't know that. That should go before a, a judge or a jury, and that should be decided with from people who have full access to all the details of it, not the piecemeal nonsense we're getting.
Yeah, uh, Scott, you reminded me of something. Uh, this is this is off topic, I guess, kind of tangential. Apparently, Trump was uh, offered to to do his arraignment over a Zoom call. He could stay in Florida, not have to go to New York at all, and he chose to go to New York in the most visibly public way possible. And I got to tell you, this is a guy who was once host of the most successful reality TV show of its time. Uh, do you think he knows what he's doing here? <laughs> yeah, not everybody would gets to fly from their house to the courthouse in a 757 with their name on it, you know, in six million point letters. <laughs> So this is this is something to do with my topic this yeah, week. Yeah, okay. okay I'll, we I'll, won't explore I'll, this any further. We'll we'll do that with Bill's show. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks for the objection there, Bill. Um, now, Bill, Sustained. over to you. Sustained. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this is this is where the ceiling of the records kind of <laughs> kind of gets to me. You know, two out of three weeks, I've totally lost control of my segment. I I love it when this happens. It just brings a smile to my face. Um, How Hunter Biden managed to uh, to, to successfully claim any kind of financial distress after years of lucrative no-show jobs around the world and uh, the foreign investments in his companies and all the rest, um, that remains a mystery, although... Actually, to be fair, uh, crack and hookers don't pay for themselves. So maybe the guy you actually stole my freaking oh, line verbatim. Dang, verbatim. I'm sorry. No, um, no, it's all right. Good for you, man. You got there first. You, you, you deserve the credit. But uh, verbatim, that was my exact sentence. Well, also to Hunter's credit, you know, he does fancy himself an artist now, and he's mm. he's selling high-priced art of dubious artistic value to anonymous for donors. Grand, right? I'm sorry to anonymous buyers. Little, little slip of the tongue there. For like 500 grand, right? Oh, Something like that. Uh, sales were expected to be up to 500 grand. I don't know if any of them actually sold for that much, but I'd be surprised if they didn't because, uh, yeah, that's a lot of money for well, crayons. You, you know what temper paint costs these days? <laughs> Six bucks. Anyway, I, I I don't know. Anyway, uh, Bill, I guess I guess my question to you is. Um, We've seen a lot of effort go to, to sweeping all of this under the rug, and it seems to be working. Um, so I guess the obvious question is, would this be working at all if we had uh, the, the parties reversed in this situation? Before I uh, make a, even more of an idiot of myself than usual, I need to ask a question that I simply don't know the answer sure. to. Um, are... Are records about alimony payments generally public knowledge? I don't know the answer to that. You know, I have it, no idea either. So, so the reason that this is is uh, is uh, relevant, obviously, is because if it turns out that it that that if if I wanted to find out if somebody was making alimony payments to somebody else, if I had access to that information, and I kind of suspect that it is publicly available, to be honest with you, um, then this is a special case. And uh, and there you go. Now, I just don't know the answer, but I don't think it'd be a news story if it turned out that this information was never, ever to, able to be released, you know, because obviously this is not a, a regular case. My short answer is, man, it's just got to be lovely to have the, the full faith, power and authority of the largest government and most successful and richest country in the history of the world behind your personal endeavors and against other ones. You know, it must be really nice to be able to to. Uh, with a wave of a hand, 
put a put a complete media blackout over anything that may look bad for you or your family, and at the same time, create uh, charges against people who are your opponents and and make those the uh, news story of the of the month, if not the year. That's a handy thing to have a federal government. I kind of wish I had one working for me that way too, because I think if I had a federal government at my disposal, I could be considerably more successful than I am today. The, the as far as the actual Make, like the meta point is, more than anything, it goes to really what a dirtbag this guy is. Yes. Right? Because he, because uh, I'll just say it just for the echo effect. You know, hookers and crack don't pay for themselves. That money's got to come from somewhere. So either he's lying when he said he didn't have enough money for the child support, or he didn't have enough money for the child support because he was doing too many drugs. Now, this is the guy that, that, that Joe Biden raised. This is Joe Biden's son. He is a reflection on Joe Biden. We're all reflections of our fathers. And if we don't have fathers, we're a reflection of that too. I mean, present fathers. So whenever I hear Joe Biden say, I give you my word as a Biden, uh, to me, that's like, that's like, I give you my word as a soprano. I give you my word as a, as, <laughs> as a Capone. You know, I give you, I give you my word as a, as a Goebbels. That's, that's what that means to me. And, and, this is this erosion of the belief in the rule of law is happening so quickly when you have both of these stories happening the same week where a guy who's who's whose photographic record of guilt is so unimpeachable we have his laptop with his emails and we got the receipts we got the photographs not nothing to see there and now you've got a da in new york who's who's indicted a former president of the united states over charges that are questionable at best and more than more than the political equation steve more than hey look it benefits the democrats and and hurts the republicans that's that's decades old news it is destroying virtually any belief in the rule of law anymore there are no there is no longer uh, the idea that nobody is above the law democrats are above the law and and that's because all of our problems come down to the same problem all of them all of them all of them the budget the the, the border all of it we do not have a press corps there is no free press in this country and the press is the immune system of the republic their job is to root out pathogens and expose them to daylight whether they're republican or democrat and when that system starts attacking itself you have an autoimmune disease that's going to kill the patient and that's exactly where we are now period yeah and uh, you know bill mentioned just how sorted this all is again i got to refer to my notes here cuz there's a lot going on now london roberts the uh, the mother of the president's unacknowledged granddaughter uh, she's an arkansas native that's unacknowledged that's what yeah that's why the uh, that's why the case is being heard in, in arkansas uh, she's believed to have been working as a stripper in washington dc when she had a fling with hunter and she reportedly got pregnant around the time Hunter had broken up with his former sister-in-law, Hallie Biden, who had been married to Bo Biden, Hunter's just deceased brother. Uh, and that's quality people. Uh, indeed. And, and their fling was around the same time Hunter illegally purchased a firearm by lying on the background check required by federal law. Now, normally lying on an ATF form 4473 could result in a 250 
$250,000 fine and up to 10 years in jail. Instead, Biden reportedly had the mess covered up by the same Secret Service, of course, that protects his father. If you need a flow chart to, to, to follow all of that, maybe I can put one together for you later, but it's, I, my skills aren't that good. I, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, and there won't be a quiz at the end, so... You don't have to remember all of this. Just just kind of let the, the the stink of it settle in your brain and take up a little time there. I just I, I'd like to finish with this. I'm old enough to remember a more innocent time. It was the 1990s when, for a period uh, during the Clinton administration, Democrats decided that the public enemy number one was deadbeat dads. These were the worst people in the world, and we needed all kinds of laws to track these guys down and get them to pay up. And and I have no problem with that. If you've got a kid. You take care of your kid. And if the courts have to come into it, well, the courts have to come into it. I have just kind of watched in, in, in wonder, in amazement, as our public enemy number one is now the highest profile swept under the rug thing that I can remember seeing in, in 40 years of watching politics. That's right. I started when I was 12. Give me a break. I was a weird kid. All right. That's your right angle on that. Brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. For Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, I'm Steve Green. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.